The Productive Woman, Episode 11. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. And isn't that what we really all want to do? Thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, I got to tell you, I'm going to get a little real. Uh, I'm going to be talking about my emergency process for dealing with massive overwhelm. And it'll become obvious why here in a minute. I'm I'm titling this uh, 15 Minutes to Sanity, Nine Steps for Surviving When You're Overwhelmed and and About to Lose It. I, I probably won't put that part on the title, but that's what I'm thinking about. I hope that um, wherever you are and and uh, whenever you're listening to this, it's been a, a great week so far, um, but, it, but it's been a rough one for me. So I'm going to skip the usual tip of the week and tool of the week features, and I'm going to get right into talking about uh, dealing with overwhelm. As I'm recording this, in, I'm in the midst of a week in which I've, I've had multiple urgent client matters that have needed attention at the day job. Um, while that's going on, I had to uh, take half a day to accompany one of my adult children for a minor surgical procedure, and I have to leave the office tomorrow to catch a plane to Austin, where I'll be giving a presentation to a room full of lawyers, so I've had to be preparing for that. Uh, then I will fly back to Dallas tomorrow night and drive straight to a, a hotel to meet up with my colleagues for our firm's annual all-attorney business meeting. That's going to take all of Friday and a big chunk of Saturday. At the same time, I need to be preparing for a conference I'll be attending out of town for several days next week, you know, so that means, of course, laundry and getting the the house ready to be, not have me in it, and um, uh, packing and those sorts of things. And meanwhile, my oldest son is in town for a visit for the first time in about four years, and I have had very little time to spend with him. Uh, my to-do list is a mile long. The emails are coming in faster than I can respond to them. And the phone's been ringing regularly, which of course makes it difficult to find the uninterrupted chunks of time that I need to get some important projects done. It feels like no matter which task I choose to work on, there are several others that are equally pressing, equally important that I feel like I'm neglecting. I, you know, so I feel f- frustrated and, and, and guilty about that. There's no time to eat anything decent. There's barely been time during the day to run down the hall to the ladies' room. So everything feels out of control. I can feel the stress in my neck and shoulders. And and frankly, there's been more than one time that I've been on the verge of crying. It's just, you know, sometimes it gets to be too much, right? I mean, sound familiar? Have you have you been there? Are you there now? Um, I hope I'm not the only one. Uh, I think it happens to the best of us. Sometimes just no matter how carefully we plan, the demands of our busy lives just come crashing in all at once. Some things we can't control, and uh, deadlines hit simultaneously from all angles, and it just can be too much. It can leave us feeling stressed and overwhelmed, and um, it's not a good feeling. Now, on the other hand, one of the good things about you know, becoming a, a woman of a certain age, as they say, 
is the ability to remember, even in the midst of craziness, that I've been here before and I've survived. Um, and even when I'm, you know, kind of losing it, there's that moment when I can look back and say, okay, you, you've done this before, what has worked before, and do that now. And one of the things that I've kind of developed over the years um, is a strategy that can help me calm down and deal with that feeling of panic and overwhelm when, when it feels like, you know, there's not even any time to think about it or plan or um, figure out what, you know, what to do. You feel like you can't do that. You just start kind of going from one thing to another. But I've, I've developed kind of a process that I go through and um, I had to remind myself of that this week. And I thought maybe I'd share it with you and, and hope that if you're ever in this situation, that this uh, little process can be helpful. I, I call this my 15 minutes to sanity approach. And here's, here's what it takes. If, if you can, you know, the, you need to get in a room, if you have an office or whatever, get, and close the door. And the first step in the 15 minutes to sanity is to take one minute to close your eyes and just breathe. And that's probably the hardest, this is the hardest part of this whole process, to take that moment when you're thinking, I've got to be doing something because there's so much that needs to be done. I don't have enough time, but it's got to get done. What am I going to do? Take this minute, just one minute, close your eyes and just breathe. Grab a hold of your mind, block out the noise and the panic, and literally just focus on nothing but your breathing in and out. Slow your breathing down and let that calm your mind. You're going to take just that 60 seconds to reclaim peace and quiet and calm. And once you've done that, you can move on to step two, and that is to clear your space. If, you know, for me, it's often my workspace at the office, so my desk and the credenza behind me, or it might be your kitchen or your, you know, wherever your workspace is where you've got to get some things done. When we get overly busy like that, um, the space around us often begins to reflect and, frankly, to exacerbate the clutter of our minds. You know, no matter how organized we may be, all those systems, when we're just being bombarded from all sides, our great organizational systems can get abandoned. We leave papers on our desk or on the kitchen counter to remind us to do something. So pretty soon the desk or that counter or whatever is a mess of piles and sticky notes and reminders. And, and even if we don't consciously recognize it, that kind of chaos distracts us and makes it even harder to focus on the tasks at hand. So that's why the second step after, you know, taking that minute to just breathe and calm down is take five minutes to clear off the workspace. Now, I'm not talking about cleaning it up and organizing it. Don't sort it. Don't file it unless it's something you can do in a matter of a couple seconds. Just toss the trash Put any dirty dishes in the sink or the dishwasher. Stash the piles of paper in a nearby drawer or cupboard uh, to be tended to later. And if you're afraid, you're going to forget about those stash piles because, you know, maybe there's something really urgent in there or something important. Then take a second to schedule an appointment with yourself. Put it on your calendar to tend to those things. Then you can put that out of your mind, 
put the, and put them out of sight. The immediate obje objective here is to create a clean, distraction-free space for focused working. So you're just going to take five minutes very quickly and just clear off that space. Step three, then, is to sit down and take five more minutes to write down everything that needs to get done. All those things that are floating through your mind of, oh, I've got to do this and I've got to do that and this person needs that. Use whatever method works for you. You know, you've heard me talk in past episodes, if you've you know, been with me for a while, that I'm, I'm a tech person. I rely very heavily on tech. But in this situation, I revert to good old-fashioned paper and pencil. I'll pull out a legal pad and a pencil or a pen or something and just start writing it down. Don't try to organize them or prioritize them. Just You're just doing a brain dump. Get everything out of your head. Part of the anxiety that we feel in a situation like this comes from the fear that we're forgetting something important because there's so much coming at us. So the purpose of this step is to get all of that out of your head and onto paper where you can look at it and see it and know that it's not going to get forgotten. So you're going to take five minutes to do that, all right? So we've taken 60 seconds to breathe and calm our, calm our mind down. We've taken five minutes to clear all the clutter out of our workspace. We've taken five more minutes to write down all those things that are cluttering up our mind that we're afraid we're going to forget, everything that needs to get done. Step four, then, is to take that list and just scan it very quickly. Is there anything on there that somebody else could do? a secretary or an assistant, a colleague, your spouse or a child. We all want to feel competent and in control, and we, you know, we like to feel like we can handle everything because, you know, we are woman, hear us roar. But this is no time to be too proud to ask for help. We are in crisis mode here. So take five minutes to look through that list and offload any tasks that reasonably can be delegated to somebody else. And I have a hard time with this. I've said before, I feel like I'm supposed to do things. And, um, uh, but, but when there's too much, you know, when you're in an emergency like this, you, you, you need to suck it up and, and really realistically look at that list. And what are the things only you can do? What are the things that somebody else could do? Uh, I had to do that today. I'm fortunate in my day job as as an attorney to have a, an assistant who is, she's just great, very helpful and very, um, very competent and very supportive. But I'm very self-sufficient. I don't ask her to do a lot. But today, um, I was mentioning that I was kind of stressed over trying to get my presentation ready to go and dealing with some client uh, um, matters. And she, you know, is there anything I can do to help? Um, actually, yes. <laughs> what about this? And I was able to hand something off to her and she got it taken care of. Uh, and what a relief that was. So you're going to take five minutes and really see what you can um, get someone else to help with. The next step is look back at the list and is there anything on there that can be put off until tomorrow or the next day without, you know, knocking the world off its axis? Just take one minute to skim through the list one more time and check off those tasks that don't truly have to be done immediately. And then circle the ones that do need immediate attention. All right, now the next step is to choose one of the circled tasks. And don't, 
Don't spend a lot of time agonizing about priority or reorganizing the list or, or weighing and evaluating which one's more important. Just pick one. Uh, now, if there's something on there that can be done in a couple of minutes, like maybe responding to an email or returning a call, do that. And then you'll enjoy the, the relief of seeing your list immediately start to dwindle. Uh, so if you know, like if you see something on there that you think I can get that knocked out in a couple minutes, do that, then you're going to have that satisfaction of checking that off. But the main thing is just to pick one, any one. Um, and once you've done that, clear everything else away, put the list off to the side, out of, out of your view, out of your way and do that one thing. Gather the materials you need for the task and then sit down and just power through it. If it's going to take more than half an hour or so, you could consider using the Pomodoro technique. And I'll put a, a link in the show notes uh, to an article that describes this a little more. But the basic gist is you, you use a timer and, and it can be a, you know, a mechanical timer or the timer on the stove if you're at home or a timer app on your smartphone or your, you know, your tablet or whatever, but you set the timer for 25 minutes and you work steadily on the task until the timer goes off. And then you take a five minute break, you stretch, you walk, you, you know, run down to the restroom, get a drink of water, whatever, just five minutes. And then get right back to work with the timer set for another 25 minute stretch. And you Keep up that approach, you know, 25 minutes of work, five minutes of, of break, uh, and you, and you uh, repeat that approach until you've finished that task. And it really, it, it, there's some science, I think, behind it. There's lots of stuff that's been written about this Pomodoro approach. Um, but it's, it, it's a really effective way when, uh, to focus for, you know, a, a defined period of time and, uh, and get the task done. Once you've finished that task, however many Pomodoros it takes, um, then the next thing you do is cross it off the list and choose another one. And you're going to repeat that same process with whatever that task is. Again, don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. Just pick one off the list and clear everything else out of the way, get the materials you need for the second task, and sit down and work your way through that one. And again, use the Pomodoro technique if it's going to take you more than about half an hour to do whatever that task is. And then again, you've finished it, that task, cross it off the list, and just keep going through that process. Make sure to give yourself those five-minute breaks periodically, um, to stretch. And, and if you've got a few extra minutes, one thing that I find really helpful when you're in the midst of all this kind of crisis stuff, and you've, you know, you're feeling all that stress and tension, if you can, if you're, you know, if you're working from home or something like that, um, go for a walk outside or get on a stationary bike or something and, you know, pedal for 15 minutes to just to work off some of that stress and that tension. Uh, it, it can make a big difference in how you feel about it. So the, the last step in the sort of 15 minutes to sanity approach is to pat yourself on the back and celebrate surviving that crisis. Give yourself credit for having 
worked through, gotten these things done, and, um, you know, sort of managed the process without completely losing your mind. I, you know, it seems very simple, and for that reason, this, uh, this episode is going to be shorter than we usually have them. But um, I know that this approach works because it saved me many times, including this week when uh, I've been going through the, you know, the week from somewhere um, and, uh, you know, feeling much better about where I am and being ready to do the things that I need to do tomorrow and the day after. Uh, So I hope that you find this approach helpful but, you know, what do you think? Does, this, does it sound like something that would work for you? Or do you have a better way for dealing with that occasional overwhelming day or week? Is there something you could suggest that folks might find helpful? If so, I, I would love it if you would share your thoughts um, with, the, with me and with uh, the community here. Uh, you can go to theproductivewoman.com look for the show notes for episode 11 and scroll down to the comments section and um, leave your suggestions or your thoughts on, you know, which, is there anything new in here that, um, you know, you hadn't maybe thought about in the past? Um, Because I would, uh, and again, any suggestions you have, I'd love to hear them. So I always welcome your suggestions and your comments. And really, I mean, that's that's what I've got for you this week. I hope you don't mind that it's going to be, you know, quite a bit shorter than we normally do. Um, uh, I got to go pack. Um, but um, a, a couple of announcements before I wrap it up, and I've, I've said this before, I really do want to be sure that in uh, the episodes that I'm doing in the future, I'm covering productivity-related topics that really are both interesting and useful to you. I I want this to be helpful and practical. So if there's something you'd like me to talk about, if you've got a question or something, um, you know, related to the overall themes of, you know, managing your time, life, stress, or stuff uh, that, that you think would be a good topic for a future episode, let me know. If there's a productive woman that you think I should invite as a guest, let me know that too. You can email your questions or your suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. Or remember, you can leave a voice message by going to um, the website right now, still at laura-mcclellan.com. Uh, I say right now, I'll, I'll explain that in a minute. Uh, so it's Laura, L A U R A dash or hyphen McClellan, M-C-C-L-E-L-L-A-N.com. And you can click on the pink tab at the right-hand side of the site. If you do that, either way, when you send your suggestions, be sure and tell me who you are. You know, you don't have to give your whole name if you don't want to, but you know, I, hi, I'm Lucy from Los Angeles or something. If you have a website or a blog, make sure you tell me Um, so, you know, you could say I'm Lucy from Los Angeles and I blog at, uh, lucyknowsitall.com or something, uh, you know, leave that URL in your message. And if I use your question or your suggestion in an episode, whether it's emailed to me 
or, um, you know, if it's a voice message, I can actually play that, uh, on the episode and I'll make sure I share your site as well. And so people can find what you contribute, uh, to the blogosphere or, or whatever. So again, I really do want to hear from you, your suggestions, your, t- your topic ideas, your guest ideas, and so on. Um, I am one of the things I'm excited about is I'm not going to announce who it is yet, but at the conference I'm going to be attending next week, I will be interviewing uh, an incredibly productive woman, a writer, and uh, she's a published author and a lawyer and just a really neat lady. And I'm going to be interviewing her uh, for a future episode and have, you know, it'll be one of those, I I want to find out how she does it all. And, uh, and then I want to share that with you. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, as I'm, uh, another th- thing I wanted to point out, and this goes back to what I was saying about the website, as I mentioned, uh, for the first time in the, in the last episode, I- I'm totally excited that the productive woman podcast has joined the noodle mix network and I'll be joining or have joined such great podcasts as beyond the to-do list, uh, which is a great productivity podcast, uh, that you might want to check out, um, uh, the audacity to podcast and the ramen noodle, which is a clean comedy podcast. So very, very soon the productive woman will be moving from my personal website, which is the Laura McClellan.com site to its own separate site on the noodle mix servers. Uh, and in fact, we, I just authorized the, the transfer of the domain to the new servers today. So sometime in the next, maybe by the time I record the next episode, it will have moved and there it will have, uh, so the productive woman podcast will have its very own website. And, uh, I'm really excited about that. Uh, a lot of neat things, but you, you, I'll put an announcement in the blog, in a blog post on my regular site. So if you go there looking for it, I'll have information there about how you can find it, but it'll still be at theproductivewoman.com uh, once it's moved. If you have sub- subscribed to the podcast in iTunes or Stitcher or via email on my current website, you shouldn't have to do anything to keep getting new episodes as they are released. They'll, they'll just come to you automatically as they do now. And I'll, you know, I'll release more information as it comes. I, uh, I let a lot of early episodes pass without remembering to do this. And, and so I, not that he said anything about it, but I, I just want to again, thank my husband, Mike for, um, writing, creating, recording the music that plays at the introduction and the end of this podcast. He's such a talented guy and so supportive of what I do. And I appreciate that more than I can say. And I really uh, feel very fortunate to have somebody who can contribute something like that to make the podcast just just a little more fun, a little more pleasant to listen to. So thanks, Mike. Um, And uh, I guess that's it uh, for this episode 11 of The Productive Woman. I appreciate you spending this time with me. I hope you found something in it that's helpful to you. If you're enjoying the podcast and haven't already subscribed, remember that you can subscribe to The Productive Woman in iTunes or in Stitcher, Stitcher stitcher.com. There are links to both of those in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com. Again, look for episode 11, and that's where the show notes are, and you'll find some links to a couple of helpful articles uh, about some things I referenced 
uh, in this in this episode. And again, the the uh, icons for that will take you straight to iTunes or Stitcher if you want to subscribe that way. Subscribing by either of those means will send every, each new episode will come straight to your computer, your smartphone, whatever you use to listen to podcasts. As soon as it's released, it'll just download automatically. If you have any questions about how to do that, shoot me an email. I'll be happy to explain it to you. One of these days, I'm going to do a little video tutorial about uh, how to do that. Uh, I just haven't had a chance to do it yet. Um, if you think the podcast is worthwhile and I think other other busy women should listen to it, I would be very grateful if you would consider posting a, a review of The Productive Woman in iTunes. It really helps very much with keeping the podcast visible, helps other people who haven't heard of it yet find it. And once again, be sure to join the conversation on Facebook. You can look for The Productive Woman on Facebook, like the page, and uh, make sure you, you check the to get notifications. There's a little video on the page that explains how to do that to make sure it's more likely that you're going to get the updates when I post them there. Uh, if you do, uh, I would love it if you'd leave a post there on the Facebook page to say hi, introduce yourself if there's a question burning in your mind, um, or maybe a topic you'd like the community to weigh in on do that, please leave it there. I want to hear from you. I really want this to be a conversation. I think we can learn from each other and support each other through the challenges of being busy women in the 21st century. That's it uh, for this time. I, again, thank you so much for being here and being a part of this with me. And until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter.